Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today I have... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christlikeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith. Today we are continuing our journey through the Psalms with Psalm 43. It's a shorter one, kind of a continuation from from next week. But Steve, why don't you go ahead and read it next week, from last week. Last week. I sometimes do that. <laughs> and I'll even be talking about something that happened yesterday, but I'll call it tomorrow. Like, I think there's a serious misfire sometimes in my brain. It's a little scary. Anyways. I can't agree. You can't say anything, disagree. can you? I can't. <laughs> I can't agree or disagree. It's that famous line from Star Wars. It's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah, fair. Oh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. No. Mm. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and read? Are you good to read something? I am. Psalm 43. Vindicate me, O God, and defend my cause against an ungodly people. From the deceitful and unjust man, deliver me. For you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the opposition of the enemy? Send out your light and your truth. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. Then I will go to the altar of God, to God my exceeding joy, and I will praise you with the lyre, O God, my God. Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him my salvation, and my God. Yeah, thank you. So if you were paying attention to last week or if you listened to last week, you'll recognize some of the same language and words um, from last week, the psalm. I was actually just saying to Steve before we started, I don't understand really why they split them up. Like to me, it seems like it's just a straight continuation. I can give you the quick answer. Uh, I would love that. So if you go back to Psalm 42, it says... To the choir master, a masculine yeah. of the sons of yeah. Korah. It's not a psalm of David. Now you look at 43. Yeah. There is no, there is no but 40, attributed author. But 44 is also another masculine, which is the sons yeah, of Korah. But this 40, 43 uh, is one that they're not totally sure who wrote, so they don't really want to like attribute that. Right. And then because of that, they don't know how they've, that's fair. So then they just because you got to remember, they, like these were curated books, right? We're, yeah, we're and in Psalms Psalm two. And we're in Psalm poems. two of Book two right now. Yeah, this is the beginning and, of Book two. And so they put these together for specific purposes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot like you go into lots of churches and they have hymnals, and yeah. you got a little Christmas section, you got a yeah, little Easter fair. section, and right here we've got these Psalms that are are there for a purpose and right. for a right. particular mm-hmm. type of uh, worship for in the temple yeah. service, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then we'll just continue on and stay faithful to the text. <laughs> um, it starts off Psalm 43 with a vindication, a plea to the Lord to defend against the ungodly, the deceitful and the just. He's begging for deliverance. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He's uh, verse two goes on to reminding God, right? I feel rejected. I'm taking refuge in you, right? Verse two, for you are the God in whom I take refuge. Why have you rejected me? Why do I go about mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? So again, this is very similar language from Psalm 42, right? The the questions, the oppression, the mourning. um, He's feeling rejected by God. And 
No, keep going. No, sorry. I'm just saying he's spending his days mourning. He's feeling oppressed. So he reminds God. I think more for himself than for God. God knows yeah. that he takes refuge in him, but he's telling himself, like, God is the one who I take refuge <laughs> in. Yeah. And <laughs> he's proving that he is a child of God. Right. Why? Why? Yeah, Why? which is what kids Why? do, right? Why? Asking There's questions. There's just this this continuing. Why? And it was started exactly. in 42. Why? We had that. Like, yeah. there was the questions of where is your God? And yeah. then why are you, why, 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 why? And we're right back to it. It's that mm-hmm. questioning those, which is so common for people who have faith. Yeah. Is just to say, why do I have to endure this? Why know, is life yeah. like this? Why, why, yeah. why? And the, and, I think what this psalm and the last psalm shows us is what do we do when we feel that way, Yeah. right? So verse yeah. three, he says, send out your light and your truth. Mm. Let them lead me. Let them bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. He wants to be in the presence of God and he knows that it is only God's light and God's truth yeah. that can lead to God. Nothing else, right? Yeah. He wants to be in the dwelling place of God. So he needs the truth, yeah, and he needs the light. And then you, you, you. I mean, you want to pull it to today's world and and this side of the cross. And what mm. would we take as light and truth? We're going to look at it as God's word, God's word, and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit to illuminate absolutely to bring the light. That's into right. Our lives, yeah, yeah. And that's what we need in order to get to Christ. And verse, I love verse four. Because after he says three, send out your light, your truth, let them lead me, bring me to your holy hill, which is like your dwelling, often holy hill and dwelling go hand in hand in the Psalms. Um, He says, then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my exceeding joy, and I will praise you, oh God, my God. So he's planning. He's in the midst of depression. He's in the midst of being downcast, yet he is planning for a life after depression yeah he is planning for that time when he comes out of it when god leads him out of it and i i love that because how many times you you feel like there's a wall you're down you're depressed you're and and honestly some people get depressed for days months years where it's just darkness um and yet he is saying after this this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like this well, is not somewhere I'm going to stay forever. It's your go to the altar. What happened at the altar was the sacrifice, right? There's mm-hmm. the atonement, the, the, the thing that needs to be done to make stuff right happens yeah. at the altar. Yeah. All right. And so, so here he's saying like, get me to a place where I can function again Yeah. and I'll do what I'm, I'll do what I have to do. Exactly. I'll do what I should do. Yeah, and I'm so, just, I'm not ready yet, yeah. but I need you to be ready. Mm-hmm. And verse five, again, is the same as verse five and 11 from chapter 42, where he says, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you with turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation of my God. I love this. In the com- one of the commentaries that I read, it says, instead of just passively accepting this condition, he confronts it with a question. The question is why? It's an honest and important question. He is asking his soul why it feels this way. He honestly does not know why he finds himself in this condition, but he wants to know and he wants to be restored. And I love that because, because there is, we, I don't know, often in the Christian world, you know, people say everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And that kind of triggers me sometimes, not because I don't necessarily believe it. I believe that God has a plan, that God is sovereign, and that his plan 
is the reason. We just don't always know what that's going to be. Yeah. You know, like, so that has never been comforting for me. Oh, everything happens for a reason. Okay, I'm sure it does. I can't see it. I can't mm-hmm. feel it. And I don't know what it is. So that doesn't actually comfort me in well, this it, moment. Because it pushes on that same question. Why? Why? Right? And Yeah. And again, this psalm shows us that <coughs> we have to sometimes fight for our souls. Right? Yeah. And, but the psalmist here shows us how to fight. Yeah. He shows us again, as we talked about in verse 42 last week, he shows us that it's okay to ask why. Yeah. It's okay to stop and think about it and remind ourselves that even though we are forgotten about God, we're actually not. Yeah. You know, we do need to remind ourselves that. There's so many times too, right? Like as you're working through faith and in our world today, there's lots of, um, uh, lots of information about mental health and all mm, that kind of yeah, stuff. Absolutely. So, so lots of times people will be like, show me where depression is in scripture. Oh, this wow, is Verses, it. chapters 42 mm-hmm. and 43 of, mm-hmm. of, of Psalms, right? It's this reality that you could have these deep moments of mm. despair. Deep darkness, and, yeah. And not be sure of a lot of things. That's right, that's right. But we can also know that, that God is at work yeah. In ways that we don't understand, drawing us drawing us back towards himself, Himself, right? right? And and that's where when we are fighting, yeah. we need to seek God. Yeah, and I've talked about it before, but like I've had I've had long bouts of of dealing with depression. Yeah. And sometimes you just sit in worship, like I've sat in worship services and and you know Teresa's looked right at me and said, "Why are you? Why are you crying?" And I'm like, "I ha- I don't know." Well, I usually don't ask you why because that's a little. Well, not in that moment. Not in that <laughs> yeah. moment. But it comes hey, why like, are you crying, weirdo? It yeah, comes no, I would later, never right? say but, that. But there's that. Why are you downcast in yeah, my soul? Yeah. I What's sometimes wrong? the answer is I just wrong. don't. I don't know. Yeah. Right. And and that's what's that's what's really coming out here in this passage is like, I don't know. Why are you downcast, my soul? I have no idea. But I'm still going to praise you. Yeah. Yeah, and Martin Lord Lloyd Jones actually does. Oh, I love Lloyd Jones. Yeah. Oh, you're ha- yeah. I knew you would like this I, quote. I have audio of him teaching that I like. Yes, to which to. which is hard preachers, for me to preachers and to. preaching. Yes. Yeah, um, but he suggests this. I suggest that the main trouble in this whole matter of spiritual depression, in a sense, is this: that we allow ourselves to talk to us instead of yeah. talking to ourselves. You have to take yourself in hand. You have to address yourself, preach to yourself, question yourself. This self of ours, this other man within us, has got to be handled. Do not listen to him. Turn to him. Speak to him. Condemn him. Upbraid him. Exhort him. Encourage him. Remind him of what you know instead of listening placidly to him and allowing him to drag you down and depress you. So we must preach to ourselves the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ, not tell ourselves what we think, our own opinions, yeah. right? Every moment, this is from a commentary, it says every moment we must continue to remind ourselves of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and the implications of that on our lives, right? Like yeah. we need to remember and not to be passive, not to say I'm in this spot and I'm just going to live here. Yeah. Don't be okay with living there. Know that it's, it's okay to be there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you need to preach the gospel. So what does that mean? You need to be in the word. You need to be reading the Bible. You need to yeah. remind yourself what Christ did for you. And why? Because he loves you and he wants you in eternity. 
So he yeah. paid the price for you for your sin that you don't have to pay anymore. Yep. So keep your eyes on him. Remind yourself who you are in Christ. Yeah, that, that quote from, from Lloyd-Jones, mm. um, he also has a book. This just, if anybody's listening and, and you have struggles with depression and yeah. trying to figure out how that works, um, Lloyd-Jones actually has a, has a, a fantastic book that is still around um, spiritual depression. Yeah, and, that's what and, that's from, that and, book. Yeah, and, yeah. and it's, uh, he was, you know, he's a British pastor, in okay. the 60s and 70s and 80s. Yeah. Maybe even a little earlier than that. Right. Um, but he's, yeah, no, he was earlier than that. I think um, so. But uh, it, it was helpful to me if you, if you, yeah. um, if you enjoy kind of academic rigor mm. and struggle with depression, it's mm-hmm. a book for you. Um, yeah. And, and that would yeah. be something that you could turn to. And if, if you, you find yourself in this spot. Absolutely. Right? And don't be afraid to reach out to us too. There's a lot of scripture out there that uh, affirming who you are in Christ um, that is also very helpful. Like and you can, when you fight for your soul, when you fight to, and look towards Jesus, we do it with his word yeah. and the power of the Holy Spirit. So again, I want to encourage you. Um, the end of verse five, hope in God for you shall again praise him. He is your salvation. He is your God. Keep fighting. You are loved. And if you are struggling, it is okay. It's a place to walk through, not a place to stay. So just be encouraged and keep your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you have enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or a comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help in getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.